we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for August 31st, 2020. This information broke, I'd say, kind of in the last week. And um, <clears throat> this is a guy named Max Egan. I'm not saying I agree with whatever all of his philosophies are, but this just broke this week, which further exposes this absolute total scamdemic regarding COVID-19. And this is, uh, I'll just give you the title here. The WHO PCR test coronavirus primer sequence is found in all human DNA. It's known as chromosome 8. And I'm going to let them explain what all this means. But suffice it to say, this just proves on another level what a scam this is. What I wanted to share with you, um, one or two reports ago on one of my deleted videos, I said to you that what they're very likely doing with these PCR tests is uh, gathering DNA. Yes. DNA testing. Not, they're obviously not testing for COVID because the PCR test cannot test for COVID. But there's been a woman. And, and again, they've never even isolated COVID as a virus. So no, they're not testing that. Any, anything that, uh, any kind of antigen you have in your body from a, a previous flu shot or a previous coronavirus, which is the common cold, or whatever this thing is, whatever validity there is to COVID-19, any kind of viral fragment of a coronavirus nature would be positive in a PCR test. And that's another reason why there's so many false positives. A wonderful job. It's from a channel. Um, I can't remember the name of the channel. I'll put it up on the screen and I'll put a link to the full video below. But I'll show you a few minutes of it here. Because what she has discovered is that um, what they've identified as COVID, if you look at the COVID response reports, you look at the gene chart and what they've identified with COVID, the genetic code that they identify if they find this in your body then you're testing positive for COVID. Now remember the PCR test will just find this material then they'll amplify that material to get enough to work with and they will uh, then decide whether they're going to test you positive or negative for COVID. The genetic material that they're looking for is if you look through the human DNA sequence you find that it is actually chromosome 8 that is what they are identifying as COVID-19. So what this specific um, in article is going to help you understand is that this piece, this highlighted piece of DNA, so these are base pairs, and they have, there's four base pairs. and they Now, she's going off this, it's, it's entitled Bombshell, Who Coronavirus PCR Test Primer Sequence is Found in All Human DNA. And she's going off this chart she's showing different combinations so this is the so-called uh, novel coronavirus uh, that they search for in your body and that they put in the pcr test which is not even supposed to be used as a test it's actually a tool to uh, make more copies of this so you can tell what you actually have in your body um, so this is uh, the sequence it's an 18 character primer and it's found in the who coronavirus PCR testing protocol document, which is right here, okay? So what's happened here is this is what they're using. She's showing all these papers. She's citing this. So this is straight from the horse's mouth regarding, uh, you know, the CDC and these types of people who are putting this information out. Detect in your body and to make a positive test result, okay? 
This is their sequencing, their primary assembly. Now over here, this is Homo sapiens, that's humans, chromosome eight, primary assembly. Chromosome eight is this sequence. C, T, C, 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 T, 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 G. So this is what they're checking for with these PCR tests, this chromosome eight. E, T, G, T. Which is part of the human genome. G, T, T, G, T. Very specific. And over here, C, T, G, C, T, C, 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 as the coronavirus. So that's we the are... coronavirus. They're, they're saying cro chromosome eight is the coronavirus. Well, they've never isolated it. We just proved that. They, they've never even, you know, done that. So what are they searching for? Well, they're searching for this chromosome, this chromosome eight. Virus. Your own DNA, like I've been saying, like I've been teaching, here's the evidence <clears throat> that what they are pulling out of your body and calling a disease is your own DNA. This should really help you okay understand the scam at hand here and if you can't see this if you if you go oh blah 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 go away go take the vaccine leave <laughs> please because you're too dumb to exist really all right go back to the soil start over but for those of us with a thinking brain this should help you understand <clears throat> the big scamola this is important for you to understand okay it's important that you realize that this is evidence of what i'm talking about and have been talking about for years that the material we are finding that we or they are calling viruses is nothing more than your own dna and why do you think they're getting such false positives out of this crappy test because you all have this in your body and at any given point in time your body is going to repair this piece of information especially if you have inflammation especially if you're having a exudate of the lungs you're having a clear out or a detox of the lungs which is what a cold and flu is it's a detox it's getting rid of waste if you detox your body ahead of time you don't get sick you don't get these things. It's not contagious. You don't catch anything. You don't get anything. You get triggered into detoxes. That's all it is. I don't believe that. I, I, I think that you can, your resistance can be lowered, making you susceptible to these types of things, to bacterial infections or viral infections. But to say that they don't exist, I don't, I don't buy that. And so when you're detoxing and they find these particles that have come to the area to repair yourself. And yes, I do think when you get a cold or flu, that is your body's way of telling you, okay, you need to slow down and take a break and we need to detox this particular thing in order for, to kind of hit the reset button a little bit in the body. And I've said that for a long time in my ministry regarding that, that sometimes it doesn't matter what your nutritional status is, sometimes you'll just get sick and that's your body's way of saying, okay, you've got to take a break and I really don't care um, what I've got to do to get you to take a break, but I'm going to force that. And sometimes that's you getting sick. They, they, they make a cartoon of it and they tell you it's floating through the air and it's going to kill you. You're being punked. You're being lied to. 
This is a hoax. This is a Trojan horse for a, a, a socialist takeover. Now, they're going to find this in virtually everybody, folks, chromosome 8. And it depends on how much you have in you of chromosome yeah, We've all got chromosome, chromosome 8. Right. And how much they amplify it as to how positive you're going to test for COVID. Now, chromosome 8, when you look at it, um, chromosome 8 is the chromosome which deals with intelligence and deals with cancer. Think about that, folks. And as we've seen by another report that I put in here about vaccines, vaccines act in a certain way. And sometimes they can be used in what is called um, uh, uh, genetic mimicry or molecular mimicry, where it ends up turning the immune system on itself. We are finding that the viruses and the bacteria that we're injecting into the body, along with the adjuvants, create something called molecular mimicry, which means the body sees those viruses thinking that it's foreign, but actually finds pieces of those viruses that match pieces of the self. And the immune system doesn't differentiate between what it's been told to reject and itself. So it will turn the immune system on itself, leading to an autoimmune condition. We know this about hepatitis B. We know it about the Gardasil vaccine. And we know it about the flu vaccine. Now, think about how all this goes together, folks. They've identified chromosome 8, which is a chromosome which deals with intelligence and with cancer. And you look at the concept of molecular mimicry, how you can turn the immune system on itself and create an autoimmune <laughs> dysfunction or autoimmune disorder what they're doing is they're identifying with anybody with a substantial amount of chromosome 8 i.e anybody with a degree of intelligence anybody who is reasonably resistant to cancer you're testing positive for covid if you have chromosome 8 and right. abundance of chromosome 8 in your body so they want to take out anybody with a highly functioning mental capacity and immune system which is what they're saying if you had an abundance of chromosome 8 you'd have more of a propensity toward that. So that would make sense. They, they would want to, I mean, those would be the real enemies. If, if somebody, you know, and I don't mean to be mean, but if somebody had a super low IQ and a really bad immune system, that wouldn't be as much of a concern to Satan because he figures, well, I've already kind of got them probably. I've, I've already duped them. I've already, would, and I understand there's exceptions. I'm just saying from a satanic standpoint is I'm saying how they would look at it. And they're going to create a vaccine which will, effectively attack your chromosome 8. Right. And this will basically give everybody Down syndrome. When you look at, if you look at chromosome 8, you look at chromosome 8 um, dysfunction. It's not Down system. Down syndrome is is a, um, it's called trisomy 21. That's of the 21st chromosome. This is the eighth chromosome. But I did some research on this chromosome 8, and yes, there is a lot of very advanced, horrible genetic diseases very extremely rare genetic diseases that abnormalities of this chromosome cause i mean just gigantic names that are horrible horrible types of diseases and and that's what it will cause and chromosome deficiency these are typically people <laughs> with down syndrome it's not Down syndrome. He's wrong. Down syndrome is trisomy 21. That's the 21st chromosome. This is chromosome 8. It's Down syndrome kind of like, but you don't get the same look as Down syndrome. You know how Down syndrome, they have a particular look about them? It's trisomy 21. It's I, I believe it's, um, 
anyway, it's it's different. It's totally different. But yes, you could get some similar mental effects from this. But it's not Down syndrome. People with uh, learning uh, dysfunction. Um, so you think about what they're going to do with this, folks. They're going to give everybody this vaccine. It's going to impair their mental function, and it's going to help them generate cancer in their bodies as i've been so if you had an abundance of this chromosome eight and you go and you check positive i'm, I'm trying to make this whole make sense to you you check positive and then all of a sudden now you're on their radar okay uh now you're targeted now you're going to be one of the ones definitely slated for the vaccine because they know if you're checking positive for this most likely then you're at a higher intelligence level and you've got a higher, more functioning immune system. Those are the people they would want to take out first to eliminate the, the people they would perceive as maybe their greatest threats or greatest enemies. And they want people to only live to 30. You think about what will be happening if they say, oh, this is a, this is a terrible virus and it's, we're finding it in everybody. We need to get it out of everybody. We'll have to immunize babies at birth with this vaccine. What they will do is they will eliminate any intelligence and any resistance to cancer in these babies. Right. And this is what we'll be growing up into. Very clever what they've done, folks. They've actually identified part of your DNA as COVID. And they're creating a vaccine to, in, or, in order to turn your immune system upon part of your DNA, that part which they want to eliminate, which happens to be chromosome 8. Right. As I now, said, this is new information. I've never got into this before. I've been eating, breathing, sleeping this COVID-19 garbage since January. This is breaking information, but it's all information that Satan Big Brother is releasing to see if we're smart enough to figure it out. Chromosome 8 deals with intellect and cancer. Think about where they're going with this, folks. <laughs> this is one huge, massive fraud. Huge, massive fraud. It's a hoax, a quantifiable hoax. And it is a massive fraud. And not only that, it is, a, is it a, so evil, this plan that they've got, what they're actually going to do with these vaccines and what they're actually doing with these uh, PCR tests. And there's actually a lawyer, an Australian lawyer, Serene uh, Tabahe, I might get that wrong, who has identified that what they're doing with these, these Chinese PCR tests is it's a... It's a DNA database they're creating. They're creating a, a police DNA database. That's what they're doing. We have a body called the Australian Strategic Policy Institute. And the Australian Strategic Policy Institute looks at contracts and looks at security risks for this country. And you know what they've produced? I'll tell you what they've produced. What they've produced is a report to identify that the 10 million RT-PCR tests that we got from Chinese company called Beijing Genomics Institute is actually doing a fantastic job of DNA profiling yes. for the Chinese government. So the PCR tests we got from China, PCR tests were never meant to even do this. The guy that invented the PCR test said, it's a, you, you don't want to use it for this application at all. It's not meant to do what they're using it for. And now you further complicating it. You're getting these from China. A lot of them are already contaminated, as we've outlined in the past, with only God knows what, probably some contaminant to defile your DNA. And so what could possibly go wrong? Actually building a police-run DNA database. Yeah. And I've got all... This is why you don't want to submit to any testing at all. Reports. They're all online. 
the Australian Strategic Policy Institute warned the government of the security risk of using the RT-PCR tests, the 10 million of them that brought in, for the fact that the BGI is, re is related very strongly to companies that are engaging in DNA dragnets, profiling DNA. Mm -hmm. That's right. The RT-PCR tests are not so reliable for COVID-19, but they're pretty good at getting your DNA information. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Shireen Tabahat. what we've been saying for not for a long time now. It's all about, I believe it's, it's a dual purpose. Defiling your DNA, particularly those nasal swabs with access in the cribriform plate, in the back of the sinus cavities, which is the most, the quickest way if you're going to try to implant something directly into the brain. It's what you do. And then also getting your DNA at the same time. It's it's a win-win a for Satan. Those, those uh, nasal swab tests. Absolute win-win for Satan has also started a motion or an action called Advocate Me. And all you gotta do is fill out this form and ask her to advocate for you and she is launching a class action against the Premier of Victoria as well. I think it may be against the federal government too. So that's another thing to get involved with folks. So that's another avenue that is being pursued. I'm also gonna be meeting with a barrister during the week this week and I'm gonna be looking at taking legal action against the government for fraud as well. So there's all sorts of things that are opening up and all sorts of pushbacks that are happening. I mean, you talk about bombshell. It's one bombshell after another after another. All I'm trying to do is compile it all and asking the Holy Spirit to just guide me and lead me. But I mean, we've just had three bombshells right in a row. Stuff I haven't even covered in, in, since I've been covering COVID-19. Not to this extent. This is new. Now, I do suggest that you go and look at that Advocate Me, and if you're an Australian, fill it out, send it in. You know, put your weight behind it, because the more people who sign up and the more action we take from the more directions possible, the better it's going to be. Right. He's posting pictures online about all this. And the, the links I give you in the PDF for this teaching. You've got to push back in every way possible, folks. Throw as many sparks and Amen. nails in the wheels as Amen. we can. And he's not advocating prayer. Uh, he's coming in from a secular standpoint, but I obviously advocate more. The pushing back, being proactive, I think is wonderful. Educating other people, I think is wonderful, but also the prayer and the fasting being the most important part. So you see how all this ties together, folks. A DNA database, that's what they're using. They're looking for chromosome 8. Anybody with chromosome 8, they're testing them positive for covid I want to give them all vaccines, give everybody vaccines to get rid of this terrible virus, which is actually part of your DNA, the part right, of your DNA, right. which governs a good deal of your intelligence and your resistance to cancer. That's what they're doing, folks. When people get sick, they'll just say it's COVID. But of course, you know, if this actually does what they want it to do, people will probably lose a good deal of their mental faculties. and They won't even figure it out. That's oh, yeah. the problem. I mean, right. Right. you know, this is insidious, folks. It's absolutely insidious. So we have to call this out for what it is. This is a massive fraud. Daniel Andrews is, is a criminal. He's a cretin. What he's done to Victoria is absolutely outrageous. And like I said, they're talking about revolution in Victoria. And if that happens, I think everybody in Australia should rally up and go down and help our brothers and sisters in Victoria free ourselves of this tyranny. Yes. But it also goes deeper than that. As was revealed by my friend Gunham the other day on the interview that I did with Gunham Batty Jackamara, and he's actually looking for the document. He's got it somewhere. It's just buried in a hard drive of documents. 
He's trying to find it. But there's a, an agreement that was signed by uh, little Johnny Howard, Maggot Magoo, 28 years ago, 27, 28 years ago, where there was a deal signed with China, and the plan was to completely gut the Commonwealth and to turn the seven states of Australia into seven sovereign cantons. Right. Canton, which is a Chinese state. That's right. A sovereign canton. And that's what's happening. Chinese troops occupying their streets. They'll... they'll be on our streets, you know, not too long from now. If, if the, you know, they roll the National Guard and then the Blue Hats and then the UN on our streets, they'll do the same thing here, but they're a little bit more further along in the agenda with Australia. Sealed borders. You know, what they can do with Victoria is they can say, oh, the, the, the virus is so rampant in Victoria, we've got to seal the place and seal the place off. And they basically want to turn Australia into seven little separate countries, little sovereign regions with their own sovereignty. You know, no federal government at all. All cantons managed by China, basically. That's where they want to go. And this was all brokered by John Howard, and it's been carried on by Kevin Rudd, who can speak Mandarin, who's over there doing all this. What, what do you think Kevin Rudd was a foreign minister, and they got somebody who can speak Mandarin? He's doing all this. I can speak Mandarin chicken, but that's about it. Deals with China. Why do you think little Johnny Howard staged Port Arthur and disarmed us? It's all been leading to this point, folks. And what they want to do now with this so-called pandemic, this so-called virus... They want to dumb everybody down. They want to remove chromosome 8 from human DNA because it is chromosome 8 that they've identified as this virus. So any, any politician who is supporting this lockdown, any politician who is supporting the concept that COVID is real is a criminal, is a traitor, and is working to exterminate their population, all these people are carrying out a massive fraud, folks. You know, and we need to mount a class action, not to say you've mismanaged things, not to, to plead with them to open borders, not to do this, not to do that, but to call it out for the fraud that it is. Scott Morrison, you're a liar. You're a fraudist. So is Daniel Andrews. You're all guilty of fraud. You're running a massive scam here. And now we know what you're doing. We know what you're doing. We so we have that, and I'm going to let him speak a little bit more in this other video he made. With the vaccines that they're using, what they do is they create something called molecular mimicry and this has the effect of turning your immune system upon itself and that's what they're going to be doing with this vaccine and when you understand that what they're testing for is chromosome 8 i mean they can manipulate these tests so easily folks depending on the level of amplification that they use because people will say, well, hang on, if they're testing for chromosome 8 and everybody's got this, then why doesn't everybody come up positive? Right. Well, it's going to depend on whether your chromosome 8 is active at the time, being uh, cleansed, I would say, whether it's releasing exosomes. And it would also depend on the level of amplification that they use. Yes. They use different levels of amplification. See, the PCR test is actually a test which is, is not designed to test for anything. What it actually does is it looks for genetic material and it manufactures a genetic environment, like a workable genetic environment. You know, if someone's got something in them and you want to identify it, but they've only got a little bit there, you haven't got enough to work with, well, you can use this test, you can amplify that sample, get it to reproduce, reproduce, exactly. multiply, multiply, yep. so you've got enough of it to really be able to reasonably identify it and to be able to work with it. That's what the PCR test is for. It's not designed... <laughs> to look for infection exactly so you've got to really put this into account and when you take molecular mimicry into account you begin to see what they're doing here and where this is all going and it's pretty insidious folks it's pretty insidious but you know you can also see why not everybody would test positive it's going to depend on how much they amplify it and who they really want to test positive 
And not only that, but what they are also doing with this test is they are gathering a DNA database. A police-run DNA database. That's what they're doing, folks. They'll be able to profile people this way, pre-crime, according to your genetics, <laughs> you know. And I um, so he goes on a lot further there. Um, so now you know. Now you know. It's it's taken me what almost nine months to get to this point where this is finally coming into full view. What's really going on with the tests in particular? Is what we're really learning about today. We we've known the agenda with the vaccines, but the but the the testing has been a little more nebulous up until now. We just had bombshell after bombshell revealing in this study today. I mean, it's just it's just beyond comprehension what we're finding. And then we have this. This just broke. The CDC. Uh, well, this week the CDC quietly updated the COVID nineteen numbers to admit that only 6% of all of the supposed 153,504 deaths recorded actually died from COVID-19. So only 6% of those 153,000 153, plus people that died actually died from COVID-19, what they're admitting to. That's only 9,210 deaths nationwide. And we've locked the whole country down and given up all of our rights and destroyed all the business or tons of the business sectors because of 9,210 deaths nationwide. And again, it's all a scam anyway at this point. It's nowhere near the 153,000 they claim, which wouldn't be enough reason anyway to lock down the country. The other 94% had two to three other serious illnesses, which is what we've been saying all along. And they were probably like, you know, at least above the age of 50, if not above the age of 80. So they had one foot on a banana peel, one on a, one in the grave, and they die and they call it a COVID death. But at least we're getting a little bit of honesty here that only 6%, even though, you know, it's a scamdemic, 6% of the 153,000 deaths, they were saying were just pure COVID-19 deaths. And again, this is all coming out this week and it's almost like, I don't know whether they're like, yeah, we, we need to, from a Kabbalistic standpoint, we need to release some more truth out there so that the sheeple can really see how they're being scammed. They won't do anything about it, but we're going to go ahead and release this information. So at least we can say they've been warned. It's kind of how it looks to me. You can read this these stats for yourself straight from the CDC website. There's a link here you can go to. This whole COVID-19 thing has been a fraud from the start. There was never any reason to shut down the country and never any reason to wear masks to socially distance. And then we have this, Dr. Robert Petrella regarding the coming COVID-19 shot. He says it's going to be the most terrible vaccine of all. And this video, when they put it on YouTube, only lasted one minute before they pulled it. That's how scared they were of this video. Uh, Dr. Robert Petrelia is a gynecologist from Terimo in the province of Abruzzo, Italy. This video was uploaded moments ago. Well, at the time of the writing. Uh, this was taken out within one minute. That's how much truth there is in it. And then they banned the public domain of Dr. Petrelia as well. So I'm going to go ahead and play this and just translate for you. 
because um it's not a very long video but this is this doctor telling you about the coming COVID-19 vaccine. So there's a document, document which I'm about to read you. Now, I'm going to just cut out his voice, okay? Trust me, he's talking. You can watch the video for yourself. But if I try to talk over his voice, you're not going to hear the translation. So he said there's a document which, um, I must, which not only must I disseminate to you, but you need to take note of it. Now, the translation is not perfect, so kind of bear, bear with me a little bit on this. Um, and then he says, but take note of it, this document, the media, television, politics are never going to release what I'm about to read to you. Italians pay attention because he's Italian. COVID-19 means certificate of identification of vaccine with artificial intelligence. Now, um, so you got the word COVID-19. COVID certificate of O vaccination V identification ID so COVID so COVID means certificate of identification of vaccination and then and the letter and then the numbers one nine is if you look at one and you and you translate that to the alphabet the first letter of the alphabet is A the ninth letter is I so AI artificial intelligence which is the driving force behind pushing this scamdemic to the levels that it's gotten pushed to, okay? So COVID-19 means Certificate of Identification of Vaccination with Artificial Intelligence. That's what it actually stands for. I don't know if I mentioned that before or not. I, I've known about this for a little while. And 19 was the year in which it was created, but it also stands for AI numerically. COVID-19 is not the name of the virus. Pay attention. <laughs> it's rather the name of the international plan for the control and reduction of populations. Absolutely. Which has been developed over the last decades. This is their masterpiece. And launched in 2020. What reactivates the virus is the immune ground in which it finds itself weakened by former vaccinations we what they intend to inject inside of us it is going to be the most terrible vaccine of all this coming covid-19 vaccine it is literally a descent into hell with an aim of massive depopulation reduction of 80% of the world's population do not take the test. The tests are not reliable. <laughs> we just proved that. <laughs> I have always said it, and I will, I will repeat myself, just like many test producers also affirm, none of the tests are able to accurately detect the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Oh, that you, you can't isolate it. It's never been isolated. So that's all a scam, too. It's not even about that. It's To, to me, it sounds like they're just trying to detect the level of chromosome 8 in your system. That's what it's really about, and also getting and harvesting your DNA to put in their database. So he probably doesn't even know that. The only they only detect an infinitely small harmless viruses or cell debris. I'm just waiting for the next screen, which are naturally part of our own microbiota. 
the, the people the, the people tested will increasingly appear positive in the tests about 90 percent probably because they're picking up chromosome 8 this is their goal and this is why they started testing the process with children on may 11th no television or newspaper or italian broadcast announced that in france mass testing was being imposed in all schools that was in may he said there were about 700,000 tests every week nobody however However, nobody unfortunately broke this news. So once your child gets screened or tested, I guess, the whole family and all the immediate contacts will be forced to be screened. Well, that's the whole thing of contact tracing. Yeah, that's what I mean. The testing gets you in the door. It gets you on their radar, which is where you don't want to be. Pay attention, Italians. Listen, <laughs> what about Americans? or other people do not listen to the charlatans who are ignorant who reject the truth i remind you that we are not sick we are on the contrary just healthy carriers of the virus having the virus does not necessarily mean that you are sick you are healthy and fine well even the who talked about asymptomatic carriers but everyone will still appear uh, pay attention positive in the tests in fact they make you repeat the test two to three times, all public facility employees, I think until you probably test positive, especially in the healthcare sector, they need this to obtain this. They need all this to obtain this. I guess he's going to tell us what that is. Make everybody believe that they are being sick. Being positive means labeled as harmful. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And again, if they're just detecting chromosome eight, then you test positive. Well, I'm sick, even though you're not sick. Even though it has nothing to do with it. They never even isolated it anyway. It's a total scamdemic. Pay attention, Italians. Listen to me. <laughs> never heard anybody talk like this. Can you imagine if I did my, my ministry? Pay attention to my listeners. Listen to me. And I kept saying it over and over. I think that would really endear myself to you. I mean, come on. Especially if I did it in a really sanctimonious way. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just an Italian thing how they talk. I don't know um refusing the detection of the virus is the only key to avoid being vaccinated right and and that de and that detection of the virus is a scam it's a total scam as we've proven but that is the only key to avoid being vaccinated well i don't know if it's the only key but it's the key to staying off their radar at least once vaccinated we will all be severely sick and weakened and we will all certainly be leading towards our death. This is coming from this medical doctor saying this. The only one solution to save humanity, but above all, to save us Italians. So I guess, above all, Italians are more important than all the rest of humanity. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's an Italian thing. I, I don't know. It's crazy. Oh, boy. Maybe I'm losing some of the translation here. It is to make people truly understand that they should not be tested. Do not get yourself tested. Do not give them what they lack. Do not fall into their trap. He's as vehement and adamant as I have been about not getting tested. Now, he's coming at it from an angle I hadn't heard yet. But yes, or at least not fully comprehended. But yeah, he's, he's right on the money. 
I'm telling you this because at least you won't be able to say that you haven't been warned. He's being a watchman. He's doing what he would want done unto himself. COVID-19 means a program of mass extermination. Don't get yourself tested. It's the only way to save yourself. That's not the only way, but it's it's one of the definitely the baseline things you would want to do. He's not coming at this from any kind of godly angle or a prayer fasting or or anything like that. He's just from a kind of a secular standpoint. Then he says on television, these bastards don't and won't ever tell the truth. That's true. No, because they're all part of the plan to kill us off. Also, politicians behave completely dishonesty, dishonestly. Nevertheless, the health deputy minister is himself a doctor. Uh, you must only... Okay, whoa, they're going way too fast here. Okay, I'm missing some of that. Okay, so he's a doctor. Let me get this next frame. Colleague, you must only and deeply be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I doubt he's losing any sleep. Most non-vaccinated people will cease to exist from society. For society. I guess that means because they'll be looked as pariahs and outcasts. and You will not be able to travel without a vaccine. You will not be able to go to the cinema. You will not, in the, and in the future, you won't be able to leave your own house without this vaccine. This is the plan. A rosy plan, I might add. A fun plan. This is already happening in some Chinese cities. Yep. And Spain is the one of the main test driver countries along with Argentina and all the Latin countries. Everything has already been set up, activated in all the companies and the mass media for vaccination. Yep. And it's all being done through AI, artificial intelligence. I, I added that part in. I will prefer death, absolutely not vaccination. Yeah, amen. Amen to that. If it comes down to it, I salute you so that was it so now that's the fourth unbelievable bombshell in a row that we've just given or am i even doing that justice yeah because the first report was fda covid virus has never been isolated they have never not once isolated the virus for which they've shut down the united states economy through which they've denied tens of millions of americans and all people all over the world their most basic freedoms okay that was the first whopper and then we had the WHO PCR test coronavirus primer sequence is found in all human DNA, chromosome 8, which is what they're actually testing for. And then CDC quietly revises COVID-19 numbers, admitting that only 6% of their supposed 153,000 plus deaths were actually deaths from COVID-19, even though that's a scam too. And then we have this last one with this Dr. Robert Petrelli regarding the coming COVID-19 shot. It's going to be the most terrible vaccine of all. And this video only lasted one minute on YouTube. But remember, there's nothing to see here. No big deal. You know, no big deal. And then we have this, and it's called The Jab. Little video put out featuring GlaxoSmithKline. It's deja vu all over again with the World Health Organization declaring pandemics that result in gold rushes for pharmaceutical companies who swoop in with the vaccines to save the day. But are they really actually saving anyone or do serious adverse events such as the very real narcolepsy epidemic that we saw with the swine flu pandemic of 2009 with which many researchers tie to GlaxoSmithKline's pandemics counter any perceived benefits of these new rush vaccines. 
this little presentation called the jab breaks down what happened in 2009 and why it's critical that we understand this for today let's see if it's online still 2009 may feel like it was just yesterday but the trump administration's operation warp speed is betting more than two billion dollars that americans have already forgotten about GlaxoSmithKline's elaborate scam that caused narcolepsy and cataplexy epidemics across europe 11 years narcolepsy would be the least of our worries with this covid 19 death shot though no as the trustworthy stewards of global public health in the years leading up to 2009, the World Health Organization worked to ensure that dozens of European and African nations executed agreements to protect their citizens in the event of an unforeseen global pandemic. <laughs> These sleeping contracts stipulated that pharmaceutical companies would be called upon to produce flu vaccines and be paid billions of dollars for doing so. But there was no reason to fear any financial impropriety because the contracts could only be activated in the event that the WHO declared a phase six influenza pandemic. Unfortunately, the government officials who signed the contracts never suspected that GSK makes multi-million dollar donations to the WHO in return for control over decisions that result in GSK windfalls. For six years leading up to 2009, the WHO displayed their definition of influenza pandemic on the top of their pandemic preparedness homepage. It read, an influenza pandemic occurs when a new influenza virus appears, against which the human population has no immunity, resulting in several simultaneous epidemics worldwide with enormous numbers of deaths and illness. On June 11, 2009, the WHO declared H1N1 swine flu to be a global influenza pandemic, phase six. Curiously, at that point in time, there were only 144 swine flu deaths in the entire world. Nevertheless, the WHO's declaration triggered $18 billion in sleeping contracts to activate across the world, and production of hundreds of millions of H1N1 vaccine doses kicked into high gear, including GlaxoSmithKline's Pandemrix. Suspiciously, just 39 days before declaring the pandemic, the WHO deleted the pandemic definition from their website. When confronted, they told the media that their definition painted a rather bleak picture and could be very scary. In the new definition, the WHO no longer required that anyone die before they declare a pandemic. GSK's Pandemrix jab was an experimental vaccine that was never tested for safety or efficacy. It was given straight to hundreds of millions of Africans and Europeans. This wasn't the time for red tape and formalities. <laughs> by any definition, rather, by the new definition, we were in a global pandemic. The WHO did not declare the 2009 pandemic on its own. Before making the declaration, the WHO Director General, Dr. Margaret Chan, sought guidance from an emergency committee drawn from a panel of 160 scientists on the WHO's International Health Regulations Review Committee. The WHO describes these advisors as the world's leading experts in their respective fields, but their identities are still shrouded in secrecy, which the WHO claimed was necessary to protect them from outside influences. But a shocking 2010 British Medical Journal investigation revealed that numerous emergency committee members who voted for the pandemic declaration had financial ties to flu vaccine and Tamiflu manufacturers, including GlaxoSmithKline. Wolfgang Bodar is a former delegate to the European Council. In a documentary about the pandemic, he said, 
The WHO officials have no idea about such things. They have to depend on scientists. And the scientists are allocated to them by the countries and by the organizations that finance the WHO. And many of them gave advice and made decisions that benefited the pharmaceutical industry. Narcolepsy is more than a minor inconvenience in an otherwise normal life. Narcoleptics suffer from the extreme tendency to fall asleep whenever in relaxed surroundings. Cataplexy is a condition in which strong emotion or laughter causes a person to suffer sudden physical collapse. GSK's adjuvanted Pandemrix vaccine caused both, devastating at least 1,300 children across Europe for life. In the media, GSK's... And again, according to what the, the um, medical doctor says and, and every other honest source I'm seeing, this COVID-19 thing is going to be a kill shot. I mean, this is going to be make this look like a walk in the park, this Pandemrix vaccine. Three adjuvant added to stimulate a powerful immune response shouldered the blame for amplifying these heinous reactions. Documents obtained by plaintiffs in a series of European lawsuits revealed that GSK knew about the mounting adverse events associated with Pandemrix in the winter of 2009, including a 5.4-fold increase in death. By December 2009, an injured person filed a report with GSK for every 12,500 doses of Pandemrix administered. Yet, they continued promoting their vaccine in order to move inventory. As lawsuits began to pile up, the UK spent millions of pounds defending itself, ultimately settling for nine-figure sums after losing on appeal. After all, every country that signed a sleeping contract was required to give GSK full legal indemnity for their fast-track pandemic vaccine, leaving taxpayers on the hook for defending and settling hundreds of lawsuits. GSK never stood trial for destroying 1,300 young lives with narcolepsy and cataplexy, and they never paid one dollar in fines for influencing the fake pandemic in what Wolfgang Vorard called one of the greatest medical scandals of the century. So we have that. Um, just trying to cover as much as we can here. Next report, after earlier indicating that vaccines for the COVID-19 probably will not work. Now the WHO's saying this, World Health Organization. The WHO is now insisting that the vaccines will work. So they said at one point, no, they're not going to. Now they're saying they will. Okay, against what? Chromosome 8? Because now we've shown that they have never even isolated COVID-19. So what are they going to work against? Well, chromosome 8, which has to do with your intelligence and has to do with your immune system and your ability to fight off cancer. So yeah, that's what they're, they're going to work on. And now they're saying billions of people should get vaccinated. And they've flip-flopped. I don't know how many times. I just, I, I read you the thing earlier where at one point the WHO was saying masks should only be worn by, you know, people in surgery and nurses and these types of things. And if somebody has an active, and now everybody's supposed to wear them, even inside your house, even if you're not sick. But see, God is not the author of confusion. And that's another reason you know this is an absolute scamdemic because it's just lie after confusion after lie after confusion. And they do it on purpose so that, you know, you can't ever really, you're, you're just reeling all the time from all the contradictory information flying at you. As part of the global entity's new COVAX plan, for which 172 nations have already signed on, whatever vaccine or vaccines end up becoming available for the Wuhan coronavirus will cross national boundaries and be offered at the lowest possible price, ensuring the maximum number of people are able to get jabbed. By 2021, more than 2 billion doses of the Wuhan coronavirus vaccines will be able will be ready for distribution. 2 billion. 
Now, again, there's like 173 in development. But then there's, you know, there's ones at the top of the food chain, though, that are probably going to get to the head of the line. Um, nations will have until September 18th to confirm their participation in the program and until October 19th to make their initial payments, evidently, for these vaccines that are coming. Vaccine nationalism, meaning people that are against the vaccines, evidently, only helps the virus. This WHO chief Tedros Ghebreyesus, whatever, uh, he's quoted as saying, um, he contends that this is the key to making it all work, that everybody gets it, the jab. Once the coronavirus, the COVID-19 vaccines go global, he says, quote, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Well, there's light at the end of the satanic tunnel, yeah. He says, because together we can do it. Wow, isn't that amazing? COVAX, which is co-led by Gavi, who Trump just gave billions to, that is controlled by bill gates thank you trump uh is the coal the coalition for epidemic preparedness innovations cp and the world health organization they all aim to fast track this covid 19 vaccine production even faster than donald trump's operation warp speed is planned to produce the jabs as quickly as possible for the american market during his 2016 campaign trump was quite outspoken about vaccine safety concerns uh, but since then he has publicly stated how important they are and he recently gave more than a billion dollars to a vaccine alliance called gabby that was co-founded by bill and melinda gates again but trump's a great guy remember he can do no wrong um he's satan's anointed oh sorry they, they like to say he's gods but i say satan's anyway he inked a deal with pfizer for trump did for a 100 million doses of the covid 19 he also inked the deal with pfizer for 100 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. Trump announced that he will give nearly also 2 billion to Pfizer, a big pharmaceutical company for 100 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine that could make its way into the public domain sometime next year. The Bill and Melinda Gates um, Foundation vaccines have killed tens of thousands of, of children in India. In 2011 alone, their, the Bill and Melinda Gates polio vaccine campaign in India caused 47,500 cases of paralysis and death. Because Bill cares so much. Bill and Melinda care so much. In total, the number is close to half a million. Um, I guess that they've maimed with the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What's not to like about any of that? Come on. Then we have... Uh, this one covid 1984 from a two-week lockdown to mandatory vaccination now to life in prison so let's go ahead and play this little video here welcome everyone thanks for tuning in i'm spiro with a brief but very disturbing update regarding covid 1984 unfortunately things have escalated since my last they, report. they call covid 1984 like the book 1984 george orwell i believe that's why they're calling it that I've been noticing a debate on social media concerning mandatory vaccination and whether uh, whenever this subject arises, many people are quick to jump to the conclusion that here in the U.S., for example, that Trump will not mandate the COVID vaccine. The thing is, is he doesn't have to. It will much more likely be enforced on a local state level. Case in point, Virginia's health commissioner just announced on Friday in an interview that he intends to mandate the shot once it becomes available for all residents. 
Virginia's health commissioner says he plans to mandate a coronavirus vaccine when it's made available to the public. A bill being considered during this ongoing special session would allow people to opt out, at least some folks. WFXR's Capitol Bureau reporter Jackie DeFusco breaks it all down. You presumably still are the commissioner of health when a vaccine is made available to the public. Do you intend on mandating it? Uh, yes. Commissioner of Health Dr. Norman Oliver says he strongly opposes a bill that would allow people with a religious opposition to opt out of an otherwise required COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> it's killing people now. No, it's we not. We don't have a treatment Liar. for it. And if we Liar. develop a vaccine... Yeah, that... you don't have a treatment for the, not, for the imaginary COVID-19 virus that they've never isolated ever. Yeah, you're right. Um, prevent it from spreading in the community. We will save... Lies and more lies. Currently under state law, only people with a medical exemption could refuse a mandate. Dr. Oliver says he doesn't know what the punishment would be. Well, then that's vaccination by gunpoint, which is really where the rubber's going to meet the road. Okay, because we're moving in that direction. You know, I've been saying this for years. This is where they want to take it. Force vaccinations, vaccination by gunpoint. Non-compliance. I think the overwhelming majority of people would, in fact... Um, respond well a new poll suggests more than one in three americans aren't interested in getting a coronavirus vaccine though health it's officials say that. it will be safe the speed at which it's being developed has spooked it's some more, way more than one just field mother of three kathleen madeira says for her it's a matter of medical choice this is not a republican or democrat issue it's not a pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine issue um for me it's an issue of being able to assess each vaccine for myself and my family one at a time dr oliver says in the case of the coronavirus Public health should take precedent over choice. He shouldn't actually be the one person to make a decision for all of Virginians. In that news report, it mentions the Virginia Public Health Commissioner opposes a bill that would allow religious exemptions to the vaccine. Yep. Recently, the Pope himself weighed in on the issue and stated that he backs a universal COVID vaccination for all, That's right. saying it shouldn't only be rich nations who have access to this experimental shot. And I would agree to that to a large extent or a certain extent. You know, for example, if people want to have access to the vaccine... Okay, you mean if it was good for you, but it's not. It's horrific, so that doesn't apply. ...should have access to it regardless of where they live, but I believe that people should not be forced. And in my view, the Pope weighing in on this is a move that is meant to reinforce the elimination of the religious exemption right. uh, to make it right. even more difficult to legally refuse the vaccination. Although some church leaders have urged catholics to reject the covid vaccine uh, the ones that are developed using cell lines from aborted fetal tissues from aborted babies now in the previously mentioned local news report the health commissioner stated that he wasn't sure what the penalties would be for those who refused the mandated shot Death. but in Come nashville on. tennessee a city councilwoman recommended attempted murder charges <laughs> for those who refused yeah to there we go in Greece, strict penalties for those who violate the penal provisions for the spread of infectious diseases are now being enforced, and violators could spend up to life in prison for the most extreme circumstances yep. relating to violations of the coronavirus quarantine. Yep. In Australia, police raided a man's home and removed him from his family by force and forced him into quarantine because he refused to take a COVID blood test at a checkpoint. Do you see how quickly this is escalating? Attempted yeah. murder charges, life in prison, right. and police forcibly removing people from their homes. And uh, the vaccine isn't even here yet. 
Right. You know, yeah. All of this for a virus with a 99 plus percent survival rate. A virus that a renowned European scientist. A non-existent virus at this point. Was engineered in a Chinese lab. He also stated that this uh, that an effective vaccine was unlikely. And this is according to Italian professor Giuseppe Trito, who is no conspiracy theorist. He is internationally renowned and respected expert in biotechnology and nanotechnology. He is also the president of the World Academy of Biomedical Sciences and Technologies, which is an institution that was founded under UNESCO. He said the exact same thing that Professor Francis Boyle said three separate times when I had him on my show, that the virus was genetically engineered. Both of those experts believe that the virus leaked from the Level 4 bioweapons lab in Wuhan, China. It has come out since then that the U.S. was funding this research there in Wuhan, China, previously funding it at the University of North Carolina. Then a moratorium was placed on that research, so then they moved the program to Wuhan, China. This is on record. Dr. Tony Fauci's agency under President Obama was funding this research. Yes. Now they're, being, they're blaming, you know, are justifying the lockdowns due to this outbreak. Now, I personally think that it may have been released intentionally. You know, for those of you who believe that there is a virus, uh, at the World Military Games in Wuhan, China in October late last year. Now, the reason I believe this uh, should be investigated further is because of the timing, the same day that Event 201 took place, and the location, Wuhan, China, which is widely, you know, we're told is ground zero of this outbreak. Yeah. Not to mention that many of the athletes... And, and Wuhan has the 20,000 5G base stations that are bathing their people there 24 7 and it was ripe for this type of thing now uh as far as COVID 19 even if it's even if the virus is real it doesn't sound like they're checking for the virus in the test though and i don't know if that means they just could care less about really detecting COVID 19 as much as they are about detecting this chromosome 8 and who has abundances of it and targeting those people for extermination so Again, that's probably the scenario at this point, is that, yes, there's a real component to the COVID-19, but they've never isolated it like they've said, and they don't really care. They're checking for something totally different, and in the process of checking for something totally different, they're, they're garnering and gaining your DNA and putting it into their database, which is probably very, very important, and they're probably implanting a potentially foreign DNA in your system as well. Participated in the games in Wuhan, China, got very ill upon returning home. And also because of the pre-packaged agenda uh, that is attached to this crisis that we are seeing roll out very quickly. It takes years to develop the infrastructure to support, for example, central bank digital currencies, the cashless society that is being rolled out right now, not to mention the biometric IDs and, and the biometric passports, etc. Uh, this takes a long time to put together this infrastructure. This isn't just something that is rolled out overnight over a weekend because of a crisis, okay? Now, here is, is an example of the problem-reaction-solution-Hegelian dialectic taking place right now, like, for example, the controlled demolition of global social and economic systems uh, to then roll out this cashless society and transhumanism and global governance, which is all included under the World Economic Forum's Great Reset and Fourth Industrial Revolution and attached to the United Nations Agenda 21. And I will remind you all right now that the World Economic Forum and the United Nations, not to mention the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the CDC from the U.S. and China, 
vaccine manufacturers, the media, central banks. I mean, these were all the players that participated in Event 201 that took place the exact same day that the World Military Games took place in uh, the opening ceremonies there in Wuhan, China, where 110 different nations all uh, participated, nearly 10,000 military athletes, and this does not include the uh, support personnel that would have accompanied, uh, you know, these kind of delegations. The COVID-19 crisis has shown us that our old systems are not fit anymore for the 21st century. Now, this is some guy speaking at the World Economic Forum about the Great Reset, the coming. Basically, the Great Reset has everything to do with us going to a cashless system and us going from the old, old world order into the new world order under the Antichrist and false prophet. Okay, so that's what he's really in reference to. The historical moments of time, not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system for the need for the post-corona era. The Great Reset is a welcome recognition that this human tragedy must be a wake-up call. As you <laughs> rightly say, it is imperative human that tragedy. we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate, and rebalance our world. These are unprecedented times. Every it's showing one high-level devil after another high-level devil talking. On the planet has been impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. Our world came to a standstill and it became clear that we did not have the uh, answer or the mechanisms to address such an unprecedented global threat. We have a golden opportunity to seize something good from this crisis. Lies. It's unprecedented shockwaves may so work. I, I don't want to play any more of their lies, um, but I think you kind of get the point there that, you know, it's, it's just one lie heaped on another lie and again he mentioned the greece greece announces up to life in prison for violating coronavirus quarantine rules uh you know it's just absolute total insanity i give you the information there uh forced covid19 testing at u.s highway checkpoints announced by the democrats uh we've known for seven months that this was coming to the, to the united states because of trump and the World Health Organization, under the directive of Bill Gates, has laid out a two-year COVID-19 lockdown blueprint, which doesn't loosen restrictions at all, but only incrementally tightens them. And when they're done, if the public doesn't resist, and if the national and state governments don't wake up and say no to this overblown COVID-19 hoax, this will transfer the once free West completely into the arms of the 21st century technocracy tyranny forced inoculations to travel on planes, have a job, visit a grocery store, or leave your house, airborne and ground drones uh, conducting forced medical tests on a routine basis, medical ID apps on all of our phones tracking where we go and what we can do. All of this being beta tested, all is being rolled out now. This is our destiny if we don't stand up and say no. If we don't, welcome to the New World Order and the forced globalist depopulation. It's not coming, it's here. And this is from Honolulu, State and city authorities are planning a full closure of H-3 freeway next week to help facilitate the surge of COVID-19 testing. So again, these are forced checkpoints, okay? Forced checkpoints, and they're doing it in a tunnel. So there's no way you can turn around or do anything else. And this is what they're beta testing all in, in, in um, uh, Hawaii now. And um, yeah, it, should get, it lays out all the testing stations will be set up inside the hall harano tunnel in both directions of traffic to maximize the number of of individuals who can be tested and you won't be able to run either 
Uh, and we have this police raid man's house forcibly quarantine and for refusing the COVID-19 test. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a flex of authoritarian power on display throughout the world right now. It's really spearheading itself in Australia. And so tonight I want to point at that and talk about what's going on. Because if you look, we've all heard some rumors. If you look, you'll see that the media has put out a lot of fluff pieces about travelers returning to Australia. And, uh, you know, actually there is a story saying that these quarantine hotels were a terrible idea. The guards were insufficiently trained, and so all of the cases now are stemming from them. And then there's some fluff pieces about, you know, oh, I've been in my five-star hotel for 14 days and my facial mask and blah, blah, blah. But what we're not hearing is that even within Australia, people are being arrested by armed police, by the Western Australia Police Force, and taken there. Tonight I want to share a story from an individual named Jim. Jim drives a truck and was returning from Victoria to his home in Perth when he was stopped at a COVID-19 checkpoint and asked to submit a blood sample to give biological everything, to give up his data um, for a COVID-19 test. Jim politely declined and went on his way. Days later, he received at home this letter from a woman named Karen. And Karen says down here Karen. that she has given this piece of paper, which she calls a direction. And she's giving him a direction because she suspects Jim of having COVID-19. Now, that is something that Karen obviously could say of anyone. Who is Karen anyway? Right. Well, Karen Lopez is an emergency officer authorized by the chief health officer. Which, again, the tests don't even detect COVID-19. Okay. Chromosome 8 is what they're actually checking for. So, again, it's all a total scam. A satanic, lying, stinking, slime bag scam. That's been perpetuated millions of times every day across the planet. To exercise emergency powers, I just want to be pretty clear when we call out this language that they're invoking here. I'm an emergency officer. I'm invoking emergency powers under the emergency declaration. It's all, this is temporary. None of this is real. It's all emergency. People are really lulled into this sense of a suspended disbelief. It's just like watching a movie for a time. And that's a dangerous place for people to go in a situation like this, where they are lulled into this sense that things will return to the normal. Ladies and gentlemen, these are permanent losses of our liberties that we're experiencing right now. Yes. This is not a movie we're watching. You need to believe what you're seeing, and what we're seeing is amazing. So what is it that Karen asks Jim to do? Well, medical examination. Number one, you must undergo a test for COVID-19. It comprises the taking of samples. We uh, want your blood. We want your information. Your DNA. In fact, number two, serology testing. And we want to implant you. And we want to know if, if you're a, uh, how much chromosome eight, you know, what, what, whatever they're checking for there. Um, so that, well, number one, we want you to be on our radar. But we want to make sure that, you know, if you are a target or not a target, depending on how, however much chromosome eight they're, they're detecting. Not going to be useful. You can only use... The wildly inaccurate tests with huge false positives. You can only, only our tests. You see how this works? We're giving you a direction, an order, and you will comply, and you will take only our tests. And here's the penalty, page two. The penalty and enforcement of our direction. It is an offense for you to fail 
to comply with our direction. We will charge you $20,000. And please also note that if you do not comply with my direction, says Karen, reasonable force wow. may be used so they're gonna to force ensure you. your compliance. Yeah. Signed, Karen, August 13th. Jim was nonplussed at this direction, to say the least, and didn't respond to it, and days later was surprised to hear police climbing over the back fence of his backyard. They were entering his backyard without permission, without a warrant, and they came to his back door, and they also came to his front door at the same time to make sure that they got him, like a SWAT team-style movement, but obviously these aren't full SWAT teams, so I don't want to get ahead of ourselves and say that this was a SWAT team, but it is certainly the case. And that every one of these cops will beg for the mark of the beast. You couldn't convince me anything otherwise. They'll all beg for it. Armed police, this is the Western Australia Police Force there in Perth, came to Jim's house, performed SWAT-like maneuvers to ensure that they took him. And they took him right under duress in front of his family. They carted him off to this hotel, whereupon he received a second letter that says, uh, you know, number one, you can disregard that first letter. Number two, you must remain inside your allocated room here at this hotel where the windows only open this far and we'll give you food that we uh, procure all, for. All of this over a total unmitigated, bald-faced lie. Every bit of it. You, until these directions expire on the 26th. Jim remains there now, 13 days later. And uh, here's page two of that. And again, I'm not saying, as far as the COVID-19, what got released from the Wuhan, China, what actually... I'm not saying that that's not a real virus. I, I've maintained that from the beginning. But what I'm saying is, what does it matter? Because they're not checking for it. They've shown and proven that they're not even checking for that. They're checking for this chromosome. Chromosome 8. So what does it matter? Because they're not checking for that anyway. Important information. You must immediately inform authorities at this hotel if you develop a fever or you have other symptoms although it may not be COVID-19 this is all to keep you safe to keep everyone safe signed Commander Stephen Mayerberry Detective Senior Constable of the Western and all this effort over one person all this satanic effort to do Satan's bidding over one person they want to bring into compliance because they're trying to send messages to all of humanity. Do what we say, when we say, or there will be major consequences. Really? I, I, personally, I don't care about the consequences. Whatever. I, I'm not going to comply with any of this, ever. Wait, this time note that it's a 12 months imprisonment. Good. Do, do whatever you got to do. And $50,000 fine. Good. Do what you got to do. Praise the Lord. Praise <laughs> the Lord escape. Jesus Christ. Listen to the word I accidentally used there. That is a slip. Yeah. If you actually go as a free man, if you fail to comply with their illegal order to stay right. in your hotel right. room, this is insane. Yeah. This is the march of tyranny, and it is happening around the world, and this is a highly visible demonstration of it in Australia. And Jim asked that I share this, and I want to get the word out as well, because yeah. I think... He's showing all the paperwork, all the signatures, everything... You can see it for yourself right here. This is going down, and they're beta testing this in Australia and New Zealand. They're, they're lowering the boom. They're lowering the hammer, and they're, they're wanting to bring this everywhere. If we can all see this, if we can see what's going on, then people will say, this is unacceptable. You know, this has gone too far, and we'll actually get a response. We'll actually push back. Well, if they haven't 
been given over to the strong delusion that you know god talks about in second thessalonians chapter two tyranny which is the only way it will ever stop okay they're not going to roll it back this is not a temporary emergency this will continue until we stop it the amount of tyranny you live under is exactly that that you will tolerate i have put up a thread with all of these documents again because i want them to be available to you so that you can show people what's going on um, about jim's story about a police armed police coming to his family's home taking him away at gunpoint under duress to a hotel where he's been locked away for the last 13 days now. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, this is coming around the world right now. This is a global flex of authoritarian power. And they are flaunting it and making sure that everyone knows that this is where we are now. The, the, again, the further they can push this envelope without any resistance from people, I mean, why would they ever stop? They have full... Uh, license to keep going to keep imposing all of the agendas we've been covering here on the ice age farmer channel not just the complete takeover and replacement of natural food but the, the digital currency we also saw news that australia was getting rid of bank branches and getting rid of their atms because why not we're just going to go full cash yeah, they're, they're, anyway. i mean they're rolling everything out at the same time guys this is this is the full implementation of, of, of all of the, new, the remaining things that needed to be put in place for the New World Order, for Satan's New World Order. They're rolling it all out right now. It's it, every day. It's more. Everywhere you turn. Now, I'm not saying God's not bigger than this. I'm not saying God's not on the throne. I'm just saying this is happening. This is happening. And there's just no way it can be denied at this point. You need bank branches anyway. Soon you'll have your chip. So it's just astounding. Australia really looks like the testing grounds right now for a lot of this to see how people react. Yeah. As they... So we, we have that, and let's just continue as far as we can get here. Uh, okay, so we already covered all this. We covered Greece. We covered Honolulu. COVID scamdemic restraining order filed against Grace Community Church in Los Angeles. Now, I wish we had a whole lot more pastors like this guy. Just as you guys were coming on, I heard that the state is seeking an injunction against you, Jenna. Is that is that right? Yes. Yeah, so we that? just got notice yeah. from the uh, county attorney that uh, the uh, that L.A. County is now seeking a temporary restraining order for two things. They're trying even this Sunday. So the hearing is going to be tomorrow morning at 830 a.m. Pacific time. They are seeking to restrain Grace Community Church from allowing any form of indoor worship and also outdoor worship that does not comply with its ridiculous mandates. So they are now, uh, rather than even though uh, my co-counsel and I spoke with them yesterday, we said, please have the health department read our lawsuit. Uh, we feel that we have really good arguments under the constitution. Maybe this will help them understand our position more. Well, no, they didn't even care. They just went out, they are trying to restrain Grace Community Church, and we, of course, will defend their constitutionally protected rights. The most important thing you have to uh, consider, Drew, and everyone listening, this is not Pastor John and Grace Community Church defying the law. The law in America and the state of California is the Constitution and those protections. This is Grace Community Church standing on the side of the law against these overreaching tyrants that are defying their oaths of office when they are commanded, mandated by the Constitution to preserve and protect our right to free exercise. I mean, can you imagine, I mean, if, if all the 501c3 churches just automatically started to do this and bow up against this wickedness? I mean, they could move mountains. 
but unfortunately this is just one but i'm not saying there's others that aren't doing it but i mean this is this is awesome that they're doing this okay pastor john uh one of the things that i've heard from churches including my own was that the loving thing to do the christian thing to do is to keep <laughs> everybody safe to not let people uh, uh come to church uh where they're going to get sick what, do you, what is your response to that? What's your response to people who say you're not uh, doing the loving thing by letting people sit next to each other and so forth? Um, well, basically, we can start with a statistic. You have a 99.98 or 9 chance of surviving COVID in uh, the state of California. 0 0.02 people, and the average age of those who die is 78, but that, that can affect them because they have comorbidity. So 99.98% exactly. chances. Remember, they just came out with a new stat saying only 6% of the 154,000 that died were actually COVID-19 deaths. All the others had multiple other things going on. And again, they're not even checking for the COVID-19 anyway. These people were already going to die. Now, not to say COVID-19 is not a real virus that they released, but they're not checking for it. So again, it's all a total scam. But let me say this. You have no chance of surviving death, ultimately. And the Bible says it is appointed unto men once to Amen. die. And after that, the judgment. Amen. The church does not exist to protect people from flu. It exists to protect people from eternal punishment and hell. And we will continue to preach the gospel because that is the message the world must hear. We are the stewards of the only saving message that rescues men and women from eternal judgment. That is a far higher calling Amen. than trying to protect a few people from the flu, realizing that all are ultimately going to die. And our message alone provides... Now, remember, I had gotten to before, I forgot about this. They were lumping all the pneumonia and flu deaths and counting those as COVID-19 anyway. They've been doing that since May. Remember I, that chart I went over the one time where it showed the, the all of a sudden the, the um, influence of flu deaths, pneumonia deaths, going down at the same time the COVID-19 going way up because they were counting COVID-19 as influenza and, and pneumonia. So a lot of those that are getting counted that are just dying of the flu or pneumonia it has nothing to do with COVID-19. You know, and at this point, is it is it even existing because of the whole mutation factor? That would happen after it's been released because once it starts to mutate it typically tends to get weaker i don't know maybe at this point COVID 19 is a total non-issue and the people that are dying are just dying from their comorbidities and just the flu and pneumonia and the normal things that would kill people that normally we wouldn't do anything about because it's just a normal part of life but no we've got to shut everything down now over six thousand deaths in america is what it really boils down to. And of those, again, they're not even checking for COVID-19. And of those, so what, you know, it's all a scam. It's all a lie. Every bit of it. Faith in Christ, eternal life. I, I, again, I'm, I'm really surprised and disappointed that I'm not hearing this from every pastor oh, yeah, uh, in America. Is, there, is it paranoid to think that this is specifically targeting Christianity, that there is a, as they say, a war against Christianity? Uh, are, are people who believe in this in America, are they paranoid or do you, do you find this in your own experience, that the government is openly hostile to the Christian faith? Well, I mean, there's a basic theological truth in this, Drew, and, and that is this, that Satan and all of his forces work constantly against the kingdom of God. 
So we're, we're not surprised by that. The Apostle Paul said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's not primarily human, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in the heavenlies. Uh, Satan and all his agents, all his spiritual agents and all his human agents work against the kingdom of God. Right. The, the Bible says the devil goes about like a roaring lion seeking. I mean, you know, I'm so many of these verses he's quoting you, you hear here all the time. But you don't hear it from a lot of, I'm not used to hearing this from a lot of pastors. You know, I mean, this guy's great. We may devour. Bible says we shouldn't be ignorant of his devices. So we get it. The whole world, says the Apostle John, lies in the power of the evil one. Right. So is there a massive supernatural conspiracy against the kingdom of God? Of course. But that doesn't mean every person is violently against the church. Uh, Satan works with uh, those who will ac uh, acquiesce to his leadership at whatever level they will acquiesce. But yeah, there's a spiritual battle. The church is always going to have to fight that. The enemy will find all kinds of ways to try to silence the church. And let me just pivot a little bit to say this. The church in America has been so uh, caught up in pragmatism it has drunk the Kool-Aid of trying to devise a religion that non-religious people will like and accept, that it's afraid to be courageous because it might offend somebody. Well, it's the lukewarm Laodicea in church of Revelation 3 that God is going to vomit out of his mouth because they're neither hot nor cold. They're lukewarm. And God says, I want you either hot or cold. You know, if you're going to be cold, be really cold. Don't be lukewarm because you will be vomited out of God's mouth. Yet the Bible says about that, particular church the laodicean churches they think they're in need of nothing they think they're doing good they think they're you know all right with god but god says but yes but before me you're actually blind and naked and wretched and all of these things but you think you're doing good and i'm not saying that from a sanctimonious standpoint because if i got what i deserve i get death and hell i'm just saying that's what the bible says about the laodicean church of revelation 3 last point for this part and then we'll go to the fourth and final part California, uh, tell your senators that the ill-conceived immunity passports won't help you. California should not be forced to present their smartphones to enter public places. But see, again, this is all where this is leading. This is all about the digital currency. This is all about using your smartphones and all about automation. And just we're moving in that direction so quickly. Um, so there you should say don't present your smartphones to enter public places but that's exactly what ab 2004 would do by directing the state to set up blockchain-based systems for immunity passports a verified health credential that shows the results of your covid19 garbage line bogus test and uses those to grant access to public places by claiming that blockchain technology is part of a unique solution to the public health crisis we're in ab 2004's opportunism as it, at its worst we are proud to stand with mozilla and the american civil liberties california center for advocacy and policy in opposing this bill we encourage you to tell your senator and oppose it too i give you a link here tell your senator immunity passports are a bad idea and that's all i have time for in part three and we will go to part four god bless you and see you in part four